special edition of From Change to Change because I am DJ Bruja and we are here uh, with a with a something that's really close to my heart, really dear to so many people as you're going to hear um, a tribute to none other than Robert Goodman, who was an organizer uh, with Vote and he spent a long time as a soldier in the movement and people are going to speak a little bit at the second line uh, that we held on the West Bank, aka the Best Bank from uh, Mr. One Mike himself, Robert Goodman. And he's just a mentor to so many, uh, was dearly missed, and someone that we lost at the start of COVID and never really had the opportunity to give the proper second line that everybody deserves. So I invite you to listen in, um, you know, learn a bit, reflect some, and hold on to the people we love. coming out and sharing this time with us and our family and for, for remembering my uncle because he did a lot for the city once he got his life straight because he wasn't always a perfect person but once he got his life straight he came out and he helped the community so I'm gonna call my uncle up here my other uncle up here to say a few words y'all know cool black yeah. Big Rob, I can do it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Big you're right. Rob, I can do it. Yeah, you're right. He's about the only one I can say I'll do it for, too. That's right. I'm going to just go ahead and keep it real. We lost a soldier. We lost a real warrior. A man of the people. Yes. I'm glad you say he wasn't perfect and that when he came back, he turned his life around. That way, I know not. He wrestled with the ancestors in good hands, though. He's in damn good hands. He's one of the only brothers, only people in this kind of work that I can say I can put my life in his hand and know it was going to be all right. Yes, yes. What else I can say about Rod? Ain't too many I'm going to get that kind of credit to. Ain't too many stand-up people like Rod. Rod was a real person. If he told you he was going to do something, that's what he was going to do. That's right. I ain't never saw him take a wooden nickel. I ain't never saw him take no shots. And I ain't never saw him try to take a milk the people kind of thing. He stood for the people, with the people, by the people. And he stood on his word. He drew his line in the sand and that's what it was. Ain't too many people out here like that. He one of the ones I can say I can speak highly of. A lot of folks who are in positions right now today, in the positions because of the work Rob did. And he didn't just do it up and down New Orleans. Let's be real. He was up and down the state of Louisiana. Robert brought people together all over. He was a brother of mine with Black Men United for Change, Justice, and Equity. You know, 
we brought a whole two van loads to Obama's inauguration. Yes. Fathers yes. and sons. Yes. I still remember that day like it was yesterday. Beautiful. Yes. You know, we lost a real brother, a real friend, somebody you can call. I don't even want to get too deep because it's making me miss my mother and all this because she passed right behind it, you know. I love you, bro. That's the only brother I can say that. Was a stand-up brother. I give my heart and soul to and I stand with in any battle because I know he was real and he was about the right thing. Thank you, cool. And, um, he loved you as well. Um, next, we're going to have say a few words is our newly elected sheriff, Sheriff Hudson. Can you come up, please? Man, I, I can't help but thinking, what would Rob think about me being in the sheriff's office right now? I know one thing, he'd show up at my door and he'd be like, Susan? Doing a fundraiser to help somebody who needs something. <laughs> you know it, baby. Can, can you help me out? Yeah. You know I got you, Robert. You yeah. know I got you. Yeah. Uh, his yeah. heart was so big. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've met him. I've told this story before, but I met him in 2010 when I was on Skype interviewing for the police monitor's job. Yeah. And I saw him out in the audience with his orange Safe Street Strong Community shirt on. And one of the first people I met when I got here to the city. And let me tell you something, he was always, always had my back. Yes. And I've told this before because it was so profound and it touched me so deeply and I followed it all the way into the sheriff's office. Rob told me, he said, uh, he said, Susan, no matter how tough it is, you only have to be willing to fight one day longer than them. That's it. I never forgot that. He led me all the way through the fight with the inspector general to get independence for the police monitor's office. And made me laugh the whole way because the inspector general's name was, uh, is Allison here? Because she always has the way he would mispronounce names. Did y'all, you ever have any names that Robert would mispronounce? Yeah. And the inspector general's name was Ed Quattrovo. And Robert used to call him Ed Contraflow, <laughs> which was so appropriate because uh, of what was going on. But he had a like a bunch of just names like that that I just just made you love him. But he always had a big heart, always trying to help people, uh, and he was always for the right thing and for his people. So I never forget where I was. I was in Austin about five o'clock when I got the call about his death, and I, I have to tell you, I just I just cried. I just cried because this man's heart was bigger than anybody's. And, um, I still miss him. I love his family. I'm always going to be here for you. Thank you for inviting me and letting me be a part of this. Um, I'm going to stop talking now. But I miss you, Rob, and I love you. We are have Bruce next, you guys. Hey, everybody. For, for a few people here who don't know me, I'm Bruce Riley. I'm the Deputy Director of Vote. And, you know, I've been really blessed to have you know work day to day with Robert for years, uh, you know since I came into this this city, uh, you know I met Norris in 2007. Then we had this national convention in Alabama, and this this bus load, this van load of vote members came up, and I went down, and uh, and and Robert was the very first person I met other than Norris from New Orleans, and you know then when you know getting involved in the, in the community here, and we didn't really 
you know, as, as you all know, we didn't have the budget, we didn't have all the bill, we didn't have all the bells and whistles that we got now. And, you know, as, as we say, like, you know, our man, he just showed up. He was a soldier and identified as such. And he was like, you need to tell me where to be, what to do, I am down, anything. He, the one thing that he probably did a little too much of, according to maybe Miss Cassandra, was taking t-shirts. But uh, other than that, he was, <laughs> he, he needed so many t-shirts, right? Because every day he's working up a sweat, you know? And you gotta put that laundry in. And so he needs, oh my God. And then this guy, he always needed to go out for a, uh, for a, uh, a check the weather. He's always checking yeah. the weather. <laughs> you couldn't get through a meeting without this dude checking the weather, right? He's like, man, can we just finish what we're talking about here? And then every once in a while, you know, he liked to be in the meeting indoors. With the shades, with the shades on, right? And then you look from the side, you look from the side, and you're waiting for him to start snoring in the middle of the meeting. But that didn't stop him. He could do this stuff sleepwalking, right? And so this man was in the streets. He was in the suites. You know, and, and props to him getting us, especially around this jail work. You know, uh, props to you, Susan, for the work you put in. But everybody in this in this street right now helped that happen. Right. And you know, none That's more right. than Rob. That's you know, right. he was always there doing what he had to do, hitting people up. I need you to be here, organizing. Um, you know, inspiring people and just being there for all of us. And so, um, I'm really glad that we could. You know, send him out the way that he wanted to be sent out, which is the second line right here. On the first bank. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, everybody. My name is Kim Ford, and uh, I, I don't, I'm not the, the celebrity, but uh, I, I met Rob back in the day when, uh, when Justice and Beyond was a collaborative of the whole. And so I met Rob there along with a ton of other really great people that's doing some really great work, where I met Susan Hudson, where I met what Vote was all about, right there at Justice and Beyond, and Rob was actually there waiting to welcome me into that circle. And then I found out about all the other things that he was doing, and he had the time and the patience with me to teach me and allow me to follow along and tag along. But uh, he was the first one that brought me to, uh, to a, a collaborative at the, uh, in Baton Rouge and on the legislature. He showed me how to do that. And he let me stand right there beside him and talk to me and confidence and encourage me and support me everywhere that I went, everything that I did. And I and I loved him true and grateful. And I'm just so glad to have an opportunity to really memorialize him because he was a great man. And he was a great man for and beyond what any one of us would know right here for the outreach that he did to just so many people across the land. We could never have enough people here to really give him the homage that he is due. Because he was a great man and he had an effect on me. He will affect my life and the work that I do forever. So I am eternally grateful to Brother Rob. Thank you, Ms. Kim. I have a, I have a few things. Uh, this I had the opportunity to work with this brother this mentor for maybe about four years every day. Every day we, we, we rolled together, we talked together. Uh, he mentored me. He, every, practically every face out here that I, that I see is because of this man right here. We were doing organizing to restore the voting rights for formerly incarcerated people in the state of Louisiana. And I rolled with this brother and we organized from 
Orleans, to Jefferson, to Terrebonne, to Baton Rouge, to, to Homer, to Amy. And he told me, he said, Kiana, he said, they got things inside of you that you don't see, but I do. I was fresh. He said, brother, before this year out, we're going to have, we're going to take us a picture with the governor. Look right there. Right here. Right here. And that was, the, that was when we helped restore the voting rights for over 40,000 people in the state of Louisiana that was convicted of felonies, or nine felonies, after being home five years. And Rob told me that we are etching our books, our names in the history books. Not too many people are going to have the opportunity to do that. But the only way that we can do that is that we have to do it together. Divide and conquer. Divide and conquer, divide and conquer, divide and conquer. And now, since these days and these months are passing, since Uncle Rob has been gone, a lot of his words are coming into reality. A lot of his words are coming into truth. The first will become last, and the last will become first. He was, he was, he was the type of individual that was proud to tell you that he learned to read in Angola, Louisiana. In the penitentiary, he said that with pride while he's taking 30 minutes to, fill, to send you an email just saying, call me back later. I'll hit you later, taking 30 minutes. But throughout, but I'm, it's the thing about understanding that your power is far beyond the physical. Your power is far beyond you sitting on side of me smoking on the uh, 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 Marlboro Red Packs, you know, pack behind pack. And I say, oh, you got to chill out, man. That's going to Man, I've been doing this forever. Oh, Paul Malls. Paul Malls, the red pack. Paul yeah. Malls, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Paul Malls. And he said, man, he said, I've been doing this forever. But uh, I just want to let Rob to know that we all got sweating out here for you, brother. Because we know if you was here, you would have been in that, in, in, in that car behind us traveling. Yeah. I mean, with the radio blast. With the seats kicked back. So uh, I just want to say one time, man, on the count of three, I want everybody to scream out one mic because this is for Uncle Rob. One, two, three. One mic! Well, I just want to thank everybody for coming out and share this moment with us. And uh, I know I won't miss this for the world. I don't care how far I have to travel. I love my brother, I miss him. And I hope he's looking down and seeing that we're celebrating this for him. You know? I love him. So next we're gonna have my own, my auntie wanna say a few words, so Auntie Bestie, come on. Good evening, everyone. Um, just thank y'all for so much love that you have you all have shown us our family, just loving our brother the way you love him, is still trying to sink in that he's not with us. Because he gives a lot of orders. I wouldn't give a care who you are. You could be President Biden. He gonna give an order. <laughs> but he was always organizing things. He loved his siblings, he promised my mother on her deathbed, I will take care of her mother, I'm gonna take care of And he did, he made sure that we stayed together, 
he may show this house right here that our mother and father worked hard to get. He made sure that we kept it in our family. He said, we got to work, y'all. Mom and them left that for us, so we got to take care of it. And that's what we gonna do. But to all of y'all, thank you so much. And I know he up there telling the Lord, Lord, don't let him rain on my people. Let him parade for me today, Lord. Because y'all know the weatherman says it's supposed to storm. We, we'd have been in the rain. You're right, bro. We'd have been, we'd have been in the rain. But I knew he was up there giving orders to the Lord. And, um, telling him, Lord, take care of my people on it. They're walking for me. But he did so much. And I'm so proud of him. Because he was a humdinger when he was coming up. <laughs> he was a humdinger. But see what God did? That's what God will do. Anybody that wants to do the right thing can do the right thing. Robert came from a mighty long My poor mom and dad stood in the courthouse, but they never gave up on him. But God had to change his life by sending him to ankle. And when he did, he came back as this. And like Mr. Cool um, Black said, they took those boys to Obama's Obama, uh, inauguration. And he was so excited about that. My nephew was on that band. It must have been about 20 of them. About 28, 30 of them that went. But he felt so good to be able to do for the young people. He was so interested in these young people. He said, Bessie, I, 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 I don't know. It, they're not listening. I said, Rob, we got, you got to keep going. He said, so yeah, I ain't about to stop. Don't talk about his nieces, nephews, great nieces, great nephews. He loves every last one of them. And we thank y'all so much from the bottom of our heart. And Miss Susan, when I saw you on TV after you won, I, I was looking for Rob. Mm -hmm. I was looking for him. I said, I know my brother in that crowd. I know it. If he would have been here, he'd have been in that crowd. He'd have been in that crowd. Because he loved Miss Susan Hudson. I loved him back. When we lost our brother to the police, that's when we met Miss Susan Hudson. And let me tell you, she walked with us. She talked with us. They went to Atlanta for the convention. Had my poor mama on the scooter, mm -hmm. riding on the scooter. 85, almost 90 years old. She's a freedom fighter. Freedom fighter. That's what she was. But we thank y'all so much. Please, please, please keep in touch with us. Please keep in touch with us, you know, and because uh, Robert would say, Bess said, uh, I got this, um, this thing that's going on. I need two cases of water. I need some cold drinks. Oh, he was a hustler. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Love you. Love you too.
I just want to thank everybody because Robin loved y'all so much. And I just appreciate that y'all came out to support him. Robin was my best friend. He was everything to me. We grew up together doing everything. And I just miss him so much. And I want to thank y'all so much for the bottom of my heart. And also Miss Susan. She loved it, you, Miss Susan. I just love all of y'all. Just take your time to just honor him. Yes. Oh, that was a blessing. And I know he's smiling in heaven. Thank y'all so much because I appreciate that with all my heart and soul. Thank y'all. Love y'all. So, um, we are about to get ready to close out. Ty, you oh, gotta say something. Yeah. Ty, you gotta say yeah, something, Ty. Yeah. Ty, you gotta say yeah, something, Ty. Talk to him. Let's go. Come on, Ty. He's not gonna be here. You gotta say something about your uncle, Ty. Wow. Anything. I know it's a lot I can say. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah. He don't want to actually have me doing this work that I'm doing. Um, I can remember when I first came home from jail, from, you know, St. Gabriel, and. Uncle Rob was the first person that Uncle Rob was the first person that I seen. You know, in family, you know, talking about family. And I was telling him that, you know, I couldn't stay with my sister and him because of a situation. And he said, Well, you know, I have this house over here, so you can come over here. So I'm like, no, because I know, like everybody say, Uncle Rob was very, very demanding. And so, um, I wind up having no other church. So um, Uncle, Ru Uncle Rob gave me a room up here. I stayed up here for two years. So every day, Uncle Rob had to pass my room to come out the front door. And when he passed, he'll say, you're not ready. He eventually started inviting me to trips when he was going out here to advocate. And he would just call me out the blue, out the crowd. Oh, so I have my niece Tasha here. Tasha, come speak, and I'm lost. I don't know what to say. You know, like, Rob, why is you doing this? So he, he constantly did it, he did it, he did it. I finally got, you know, the whip of it. He, um, first place I started working was Ceasefire. That's the first organization that I started working with. Didn't really know how to go out there because I had a temple as well. And he worked with me and had me on the level where I'm at. And it was like I blow up when somebody say something or it's like they not hearing me when I'm talking or whatever. Like, well, what the, you know what? Like, I'm wasting my time. You know what I'm saying? And I had to think about it. And I was like, you was that same person because nobody could tell Tasha nothing, you know? So um, then eventually this man behind y'all, which is my boss, the white guy right here I love so dearly. <laughs> He gave me a job because I had so many doors closing in my face. Before I started working, I was actually working at the subway right on the Naval Base. And so Uncle Rob went down there and talked to him and Keon and everybody, you know, spoke for me or whatnot. I advocated in St. Gabriel. So we wasn't getting the things we were supposed to get in St. Gabriel. So I called home to Uncle Rob and I told him, well, you know, they're not giving these girls they, they monthly packages what they're supposed to get. Uncle Rob said, start a petition. Do this back there. Well, I, I got locked up for 90 days, of course, for reciting a riot. <laughs> At least that's what they said. But it worked. It worked. You know. But he always would pass the room and he would say, I'm telling you, Tasha, this your calling. And I'm like, Uncle Rob, you're not going. You're not going. See, I'm telling you, all right, you're going to be walking out here with me. When I started that job, I didn't have a car. Everybody knew I was driving Uncle Rob's car. So 
he passed with money. He said, come on, get out. Um, Ben, my friend I know, I taught him to organize and XOXO. He have a job opening. Boom. Did this, broke my diploma, everything, did everything that I had to do. And Ben gave me a job. Well, Uncle, Uncle Rob didn't let me rest at the job because I can be in a meeting with my boss and who comes tapping on the window outside? <laughs> was Uncle Rob. And so he'll say, he, I couldn't hear what he was saying, but he would use his finger and be like, <laughs> and so we was actually in a big old meeting one time and so um, me and my boss and um, some fundraisers was in the building and Uncle Rob came and tapped on the window and so I got mad with him and I was he came in the building because I took too long to go out and I said Uncle Rob why is you doing this you see we're in the meeting he said I don't care she coming right back then you know so I was forced to go out there and smoke a cigarette with my Uncle Robin, you know? And he will also tell me to not smoke. Smoking not good for you, but he smoked at least two packs a day, you know? And I mean, he's truly, truly, truly missed by me. Um, because I mean, I can hold his mic forever and talk about him forever, you know, but I don't want to be unfair to nobody else if they want to speak. Um, I love him and I miss him just like the rest of you guys out here. So, um, like everybody else said, thank you guys for coming out. Um, we totally appreciate it. That's it. Hey, everybody. I, I first met Uncle Rob. I was 19 years old, and the Sodexo workers at Tulane were trying to form a union. And uh, Derek Rankins was like, call Robert Goodman. That's how you'll get community support. And I was like, all right. And then Uncle Rob invited me to this uh, uh, organized roundtable meeting, so I could tell with the workers, so I could tell people about. It. And I, I I got lost going there. I don't think I'd ever left uptown, and I wa got lost going over there. And uh, I ended up in like a, a black sorority alumni meeting. <laughs> and I called Uncle Rob. I was like, I don't think this is the right place. <laughs> They're not. <laughs> Are you here? <laughs> I, I ended up finding it, and then he had, you know, like a, like a, the organizer he was, and he mentored a lot of us out here, not just me, you know, call, called me every day, every week, invited me to this thing and that thing, you know, debriefing me, how did that go, how did this go, it's just like, like Cool Black was saying, like, there just aren't that many real people who are, like, really invested in, like, young people learning how to be good, and I, like, I owe a lot to Uncle Rob, and I'm very grateful. Next up, we're going to uh, share with y'all a, a video, which happens to be something that, that Robert made as part of our, our history and our timeline. And you know, it turns out that it was, it was shortly before he passed. And, um, and he speaks a bit about, about his role, his place in the movement. And we, you know, we wanted to share that with you right here. Hit it, Mike. 
Well, there's anybody that would want us to keep our heads up and keep on moving, it would be Mr. Robert Goodman himself. So, you know, with his inspiration, we keep struggle on and, uh, and we fight for the people that, that we care about. And, you know, we've got a lot going on right now, this, this session, this legislative session, a lot going on around the, the transition of a, uh, a new sheriff and a new jail. So we've been kind of, you know, up against it a bit. So we apologize for not having the, the regular podcast as we, we've had before. Um, but we're coming at you. We're coming at you strong, and we're not going to stop until this thing is done. All right. Till next week. Peace. Hey, hey.